Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, season two, episode four. Season two's theme is our 2021 year in review. And episode four is our best drinks and best desserts of 2021. And Heather, you're going to be taking the reins on the drinks one. I'm going to be taking the reins on the dessert side because you'd rather drink and I'd rather eat desserts. Yeah, I'd rather drink my calories. <laughs> I'd rather eat them. What a partnership. Founded in 1828, this Pennsylvania brewery is the oldest in the entire United States. Lightning struck in an open plain, and we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's us talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way through. All right, Hath. I let you off the hook a little bit, I think, on this one, because this, I feel, might be the easiest intro fact that I've given you yet, or intro question. So you say, but I thought it was Yingling. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That wasn't sure, because I know that it's the oldest in Pennsylvania, but it's the oldest in the U.S. Oldest in the U.S.? And it's not even in Philadelphia. Because it's then I was like, wait, is it Yards Brewing? And then I was like, no, I think it's Yingling. It's Yingling. Which is so interesting because Yingling is now pretty popular. But I remember 10, even 15 years ago, you know, when we would drive up to New Hampshire to see my family, they would always ask us to bring them a case of Yingling because you couldn't buy it there. That's right. I totally forgot. Yes, they'd always want us to bring them cases of Yingling. I didn't. And I'm like, is it really that huh. good? <laughs> I, I mean, people love it. People love it. And uh, here's an insider tip: if you're if you're in Pennsylvania, especially if you're in Philadelphia or any of the surrounding areas, um, or where it is from, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, um, do not order a Yingling. Just tell them that you want a lager. And if you say I want a lager, everyone knows that you mean a Yingling. So there you go. Okay. Drink like a local. Um, we've got drinks and desserts. Typically. We did these separate uh, over the last couple of years, but this year we were like, well, we didn't drink as much, or I didn't drink as much, certainly. Maybe Hath did. I think I probably did. I mean, I have quite a few coffee places, not just alcoholic, but yep. we, we did do a little bit of traveling, so I have some new coffee places on the list as well. Yeah, and we so. actually, you know, she was saying, I'm struggling with desserts. I said, well, I'm struggling, I with, think of any. I'm struggling with drinks. And I said, well, I'd much rather eat my calories. She's like, I'd much rather drink my calories. So we're combining it to make it one super episode, drinks and desserts. Ladies first, we'll start with drinks. I do have some on my list, but just not, not as many as you, and I certainly didn't imbibe either both with alcohol and or regular drinks as much because I just I love drinking water. So I just 90% of the liquid that goes in my body is water. Yeah. And I have to actually be better about drinking water. I'm always telling myself, drink more water. I just, I used to love drinking water and now I just feel like it needs to have something in it. Either it's lemon or whatever. Like I'm struggling to get my water intake in. So that's a goal for 2022 to drink more water. But hydrate. 
All right. Well, how do you want to do this? You have your list. I have five on my list. I can just run through mine and then let you have free reign. Or we can go little by little. I, I think we go back and forth a little bit. And we can start, if you want, with coffee. Because, you know, it's the morning. While we're recording this, I'm drinking coffee. So it feels it feels good to start with. All right. You start with coffee. coffee mentions you get and, your coffee out of the way. Then we'll get into the alcohol portion. Yeah. And then we can just go back and forth gotcha. with that. I think that would be the best plan of attack on this. On this episode. So I have to say that something made my list from our road trip this summer. Do you think you can remember one of the road trips that we did and one of the coffee shops that we went to? I mean, my memory is so bad. I can't even remember. And we just recorded this. What type of road trip we did? I mean, I guess you're talking the one we went down to Charleston. No, I'm actually talking about the one that we took north from Philadelphia up to New Hampshire. And we spent a night in Saratoga Springs. Okay. Yes, because that's true. Trav has always wanted to check it out. Thanks to and my college roommate Z who just raved about Saratoga mm-hmm. Springs. He was right. It's a cool spot. Yeah. We, we just booked one night at a hotel there and spent the night to so that we could check out, you know, the town in the morning. And we went to one coffee shop that was in town. And I don't even remember the name, but it was very busy. It was a bay. Yeah, it was a coffee like and a bagel, bagel joint. Yeah. And the coffee was honestly so bad that I didn't even drink it. I was like, no, this coffee is scaldingly hot. It's a little bitter. It was just bad coffee. So I said, listen. We need to find a better coffee spot. So Z to the rescue, Adrian, your your old uh, grad school college roommate, I think you even texted him on the spot. You're like, hey, where can we go for better coffee? And he said, crew coffee. Okay. Which yes. wasn't in downtown. That's why you probably aren't remembering it because I remember actually- it now. It was a hot, sweaty walk to crew because it was like an hour. It was like a mile and a half, which was fine, but yeah, we, we were had pushing the, the stroller. We, we had, had the, the stroller. kids. I remember being sweaty. And then I had to run back and get the car because the kids- didn't want to they yeah they were like not having it walking well back, also so. we were doing this while you were doing 75 hard True. so i <laughs> excuse me i think that you decided that we would walk there so you could get one exercise in. we got some coffee got some snacks for the kids and you're like hey i will run back yeah that's true that's true so don't blame it on the kids. I'm not blaming it on the kids. It was fine. I, you know, I, I, this was that, your whole idea of, oh, yes, I'm going to do 75 hard in the midst of packing, moving, selling, road tripping, all the things. So, all right. right. Let's call and, space. And, yeah, and there was no drinking. I should say there's no drinking and no desserts during 75 hard. So for a lot of last year while I was doing this program, um, I yeah, I was not drinking or eating dessert. I made up for it in the dessert thing, though. Um, <laughs> all right. So crew coffee, Saratoga Springs, good coffee. Yes. Then another road trip that we went to, to Charleston. I have two coffee shops to mention on that road trip, which both of them are, I believe, are right in Charleston. One was called Sightsee Coffee. Okay. You went to that one on your own because I was sick and having this stomach bug and throwing Um, up while you went there. I remember that. Right. Actually, I think Sightsee is the one that we left when we were on the way out of town. And I popped in and it was like in this little white building that almost looked like like a little oh, shack. I mean, one. it was cute and renovated, yes, but it was this super really tiny, tiny like a little shed, yes, a tiny okay. home. I, that was cool. And then people were super nice. And it was like a tiny one, probably yeah. 300 square feet tucked into this little alley mm-hmm. on, in Charleston. Okay. So I did Sightsee see that coffee one. and it was very good. And they also have cute little, uh, some retail space because they had these adorable backpacks. I mean, for 300 kids, square feet so. of a hipster heaven. Yes, exactly. Cute things to buy. Really good coffee. Sightsee 
coffee in Charleston. And then this place in Charleston I went to without you, the Daily Coffee, which was very close to our hotel right on. What's that main street there, Trev? King Street. King Street. I walked with the kids. It was maybe a 10 or 15 minute walk from our hotel while Trav was laid up with a little stomach virus. And yeah, we had breakfast there. It was cool. Really good food. Really good coffee. Nice vibe. All right. So yeah. those are your three coffee, Johns. Uh, no, I also have my last one. Got a shout out in Tamarindo. Okay. Hello, Tamarindo Coffee Roasters. Yep. That's a good spot. Which, again, unfortunately, right, unfortunately, the, outside of town. Yes. So unless you have a car or a golf cart, you're, you, I mean, you could walk it. You're probably not going to walk it very often. But yeah, great spot. Yeah. A wonderful, really good, like high quality coffee. Um, we got the beans also while we were there and we didn't have a grinder, but you can buy the beans and they'll grind it for you in the shop. And then, you know, I was just making it in the drip coffee pot that was there, but really, really good coffee. And, um, yeah, like Trav said, you wouldn't really necessarily walk to it unless you were just one person maybe, but there's no sidewalk. So it's not really an enjoyable walk, but right. definitely worth going to in Tamarindo. All right. So that's, that's all the coffee. That's coffee. That's four coffee. coffee places, I believe. Four coffee places, and now how many other drinks do you have? I have five other drinks. I have five as well. All right. Um, there you go. Perfect. I'll start, and usually I let you go first, but mm-hmm. I want to stay in Tamarindo. Okay. And so my fifth best drink, that's a weird way to say it, but I guess that <laughs> my, my number five drink of 2021 was an imperial beer, which is just your typical stock standard regular beer in Costa Rica, but I had an imperial beer at Pico Bistro, which we mentioned in our best meals episode, but it's a perfect beach bar right there on the main stretch in Tamarindo. They've got good food, really nice Their coffee people. is pretty decent too. I mean, I oh, didn't okay. put it on my list as being amazing coffee, but it, it's good coffee. Everything they do is above average and the setting is phenomenal. And I remember I hadn't had a beer in a while and I got out of surfing and I met our buddy Jamie there and I just sat down, had a beer after surfing looking at the ocean, watching other people surf, and thought, yeah, this is pretty close <laughs> to paradise. So uh, an Imperial at Pico Bistro with our buddy Jamie, who lives down there in Tamarindo and was one of the reasons that we went down to Tamarindo. Um, great time. That's my number five. All right. Well, I will continue with the Tamarindo love and just straight up say that one of my favorite things to do was to drink fresh coconuts ah this was gonna be on my list i thought of it after my list and i forgot to come back and put it on yeah i mean non-alcoholic just regular fresh coconuts uh you can buy them for one dollar on the beach or you can buy them at the local market for about three for a dollar three for a (laughs) dollar so you know you get upcharged a little bit when the vendors come walking by you on the beach but it's well worth it because they're so refreshing and really good. And it's fun for the kids as well. It's just a really cool experience. So, And I dislike coconut water big time. I like like bottled coconut water and things like that. Um, when you get the fresh coconuts, they're incredible. And we also learned how to open the coconuts yes. too um, from our friend. You know, we when you get them on the beach, they open them for you. We're like, how do you do this? Well, there's three little... Home what would you say like three little soft spots soft spots on a coconut you know when they uh, where they fall off the tree they're connected to the tree three different ways one of them is the softest one so you just take a you know a metal straw or whatever you have you hit all three one of them will be the one that gets punctured stick your straw in there it's really quite easy now that you know that insider secret of how to 
jam something into a coconut easily without having like a machete or something. Yeah. You could just use a straw or even a butter knife. One so. of the fun parts about this too is the guys walk around saying pipa pipa, which I guess is slang for like coconut or coconut water, but they're saying pipa pipa, you know, pipa for sale. And our little daughter, who wasn't speaking that much then. Yeah, would, she's only one. She would run after them and be yelling, Peepa, Peepa at them. So my dad nicknamed her Peepa. So we still call her Peepa. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll be interesting when we go back to see <laughs> if she still like loves running after them, yelling Peepa, Peepa. My guess is that she's crazy and that she will still really very much enjoy that. So we even got a nickname out of it. Yeah. My fourth drink is just ginger ale and cranberry juice on any flight. <laughs> oh I, I don't know why people, you know, it's a thing that people love drinking ginger ale on flights. I guess it's supposed to, you know, calm your stomach and things like that. Um, I've taken it to the next level. I, I don't ever drink soda ever. Uh, I mean, I could, t I mean, I might have it once a year outside of on flights, but when I'm on a flight, I just always want to get a ginger ale and I take it to the next level by asking for a splash of cranberry. So I didn't have that many flights this year, but on every flight I had a ginger ale and cranberry and it's just like it's a little special thing. treat. Yeah. Treat yourself on that flight. All right. My number four is a restaurant that we went to in Charleston called the Butcher and Bee, which was really amazing. And I guess it didn't make my best meals list maybe i had not, forgotten not, about it, it. Didn't, it didn't no it didn't but it really should have i just forgot it was also when we were in charleston trav had this stomach like a 24 hour stomach, stomach. bug so and, i ate and had he got it and then i was a little nervous when we were leaving like maybe i would be getting it so i ordered this food at butcher and the bee and it was very good and i only ate a little bit and we took the rest home so i think you did end up eating the leftovers right and it, it yeah good but yeah leftovers yeah know. but they had really good cocktails too and i just had this one drink there and i don't even remember what it was called but they just they do really nice fun cocktails i think there were like rose something on it like sugar on the rim just really delicious yeah so a another hipster heaven it's charleston yeah. yeah you know um that was a cool spot though my number three is bringing it back home home you like that to wilmington yeah. north carolina and uh, we just had this experience actually in between recording Best Meals and Best Drinks podcast. There was a little bit of a, a couple day stretch there where we had friends in town. So um, this wasn't original on the list, but I went to New Anthem Brewery and they have incredible drinks. Now, they, um, they change their beer menu all the time. They actually have two locations, both with different beers at each location. Um, but their, their big location, their main place... Always has really good hazy IPAs, always has killer stouts. Um, so I'm not even going to give you the names of the ones I had because uh, the guy said he's like, they won't be here, you know, in a week. But just know that their hazy IPAs and their stouts are very, very good. Um, this is the second year it's been on my list for me. I have not drank much beer at all in 2021 and not even that much in 2020. But New Anthem, uh, a couple days ago, going with my buddies Jesse and Crime, uh, little guys outing just for an hour or two. That was just a fun experience, and their beers are good. You know, I had one 11-ounce beer. It was enough to be like, yep, this is a good hazy IPA. So, new anthem, continuing to kill it. Awesome. Yeah, I did not go there at all in 2021. Uh, but I, I went the year before and had a beer, and it was very good. So, I can also attest to that. My next one is just having wine, not anywhere fancy, 
you know, not in a restaurant because I actually would prefer to kind of find, go out and find my own wine, whether it's at the grocery store or a special wine store. Or Starborough, which I found you just nice, like random uh-huh. New Zealand wine recently. It's like 11 mm-hmm. bucks and you yep. like it. So yep. uh, we're I really, all happy. I really like Sauvignon Blanc. And so I, we, we tend to get a lot of them from New Zealand because that's kind of what they're known for there. But I'm also just talking about wine sitting on our deck here in North Carolina, just whatever, whether it be Starborough, Maomi, my favorites. Um, but also when we were in Costa Rica, we had wine a lot and we had a lot of Malbec wine because our friends from Argentina um, were with us in Costa Rica and they even brought some wine, some Malbec from Argentina. And then in the store there, the local grocery store, I feel like they just had a lot of Malbec selection. So anyway, we would just drink it. Sometimes we would take it to the beach because I guess you're allowed. I mean, you're not really allowed, but people do it anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes. I have um, no idea. I wasn't drinking wine on the beach. Not I'm even a, a single boy. time? I don't think so. Really? So w- let me just clarify. Is this wine? Just wine? Mm-hmm. Because at first I thought yeah. you were. it was going to be drinking wine on our deck yeah. with your outdoor fireplace, but now you're yeah, just saying but I'm it's saying, all encompassing yeah, wine like, for the year. Well, well, no, just in the two specific places, wine okay, on so the deck and wine in Tamarindo. On, specifically on the beach or just yeah, in Tamarindo? Yeah, on the beach. Because then you feel like you're breaking the rules. I mean, I don't know if it's really breaking the rules because... Yeah. All right, Everybody so was I, I mean, I was going to say, if it was wine <laughs> on the deck with the outdoor fireplace, uh, like the gas fireplace on, look at the ocean. I was like, well, that is, I mean, definitely the most you've drank, like <laughs> most quantity, because you do that, uh, you know, four or five times a week, just have a glass of wine out there. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe not four or five. You gave me a look. All no, right. No, no, no. Three or four. I mean, three or four we're not, times, not yeah. under three. No, no, no not no, under no. three. No, um, definitely not. All right. So, yeah, cool, cool. Um, I have another one that's an experience a little more overarching experience as well. This is just drinking a beer while floating on big inflatables in a lake at Camp Indy. And so it was all you could drink. And I actually did not drink that much during camp. One, because I just, I don't love drinking a ton anymore. It just doesn't make me feel great. And I knew that, you know, I was running this adult summer camp. I wanted to make sure that I was you know, with it and and having a good time, but not feeling crappy. Um, but there was the, the middle day, the Saturday, which was the one full day was perfect weather. And everyone was out there on, you know, we have 70 people at camp. Most of them are out in the lake on these, there's big inflatable slides, stuff that you see kids playing on, but as Mm -hmm. an adult, you never get to, um, floating around in floaties. And, uh, the, the, there was a bar right up, up the way that was open. And so I was like, well, can we bring beers out to people? And they're like, yeah. So me and my buddy Scott went and we got this, uh, this like raft and we just loaded a bunch of beers onto (laughs) it and we pushed it out to everyone floating out on the inflatables and everyone just having a drink while sitting in like 75 degree weather. I sun is shining at camp. And, uh, I think I had a dogfish head, like 60 minute IPA. I probably drank only half of it. But it was the experience of just chilling out and pure relaxation there, um, floating around with a bunch of amazing people at our adult summer camp. That uh, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I'm saying I felt the sim- a similar way, whether it was on the deck watching the sunset or in Tamarindo watching the sunset. And we would sometimes bring when we went to these more remote beaches in in Costa Rica. We would bring the bottle of wine and like the one time specifically we were there with your parents, with 
our Argentinian friends, that whole family, and we were at this beach. I don't think anybody else was even at the beach. We were like the only ones there. And your dad had brought like some special meats that he had made himself, like cured meats. And we had cheese and we just had, you know, one glass of wine in a plastic cup while watching the sun go down at this beach that nobody else is on. I mean, that's pretty special and magical and it's not like a fancy restaurant anywhere it's just like making your own memories yeah well that's why when we talk about best meals and best drinks yes they have it you know usually has to be good i don't see how it could not be good food or not be good drinks but it's this type of stuff you have to figure out what the experience is around it as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little more than just the flavor profile sometimes. Like, what was the experience? Right. And, so- and I remember that so vividly in my mind. And it's also the night that our friend Isa, she took a picture of us that we've used, like, with your parents. It's like the only right. picture of all of us. Like a family Yeah. Yep. So we've, we've put it on social media a lot, too. So good times. All right. And is it my turn again? It's your number two. It's my number two. So my number two is... A place um, outside Wilmington in Carolina Beach, this restaurant called Coast. And they just have such a selection of cocktails. They only have maybe six or so on the menu, but they rotate them all the time seasonally. And the, the whole menu is very small, but it's a seasonal, seasonally changed menu. But every time we go there, they always have an interesting cocktail that I want to try. And they're always so, so good. So I we went quite a few times this fall, especially. And... Every time, different cocktail, just as delicious as the one before. Yeah, I, I'm going to jump on this train. My number one is not at Coast, but mm-hmm. our friend Craig, who who owns Coast. Um, and I guess, I don't know if he comes up with a cocktail menu or their bartender and him do together, but he also enjoys cocktails. And so for a party that we had here for his wife... Um, for her 40th birthday, he brought over a cocktail. And this was just recently, it was in December, and it was a bourbon cocktail. And again, I hadn't been drinking much. You know, he had this bourbon cocktail. Uh, he's like, hey, you guys want some? We're like, sure. So I I had one, Heather had one. And I was like, oh, this is this is really good. I'm not Delicious. a big bourbon drinker. But if, like, if someone does a good bourbon cocktail, I know it's a good cocktail because if I like it, it it's good because... It, I'm not again. I'm not loving bourbon for itself, but I I guess I also don't dislike bourbon. So it just I don't know amplifies the good parts of bourbon to me, and you know it takes away whatever you know the parts I don't like. So I was like, all right, this is a great drink. So this is my number one drink of 2021. Awesome. I'm like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make this myself. Figuring, <laughs> all right, this is pretty easy, right? So I text Greg. I say, Craig, all right, how how do I make this? And he says, all right, the bourbon cocktail. And here you guys go. So have fun at home with this, is two ounces of bourbon, two ounces of apple cider syrup, three dashes of lemon bitters, two ounces of sparkling wine, add ice and give a healthy stir or shake. And then it says apple cider syrup. And this is where he lost me because I'm like, all right, I know making your own simple syrup not hard. It's not hard at all. Too much of a stretch. No, it's so easy. It takes 10 minutes. Apple cider syrup is one cup good cider a quarter cup brown sugar, a teaspoon of lemon juice, reduced by half on simmer, whisking continually, chill in fridge. That reduced by half on simmer, whisking continually. I get what it says. <laughs> it's so that easy. That gets too chefy for me. No, I'm like, no, it's easy. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to say, Craig, can you bring that bourbon <laughs> drink over, please, for me? Well, but here's that's my the number thing one drink to trap. You can make the simple syrup in advance. In fact, you should because it says chill. So, I mean, really, you take 10 minutes to make a simple syrup and then you have the special sauce. 
I, maybe 2022 is the year I make simple syrup. I don't know. It's not that hard. That's my number one drink of 2021. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, my number one is just a margarita that I had in Tamarindo. Um, there were two places that I had one at. One was Pico, which was was good. The one that you had mentioned you also had the beer at. Um, but then the other one, I couldn't remember the name of the restaurant, so help me out. We went with your friend Mike Savas, and it was on like the other end of the El beach. Ching, ch- Chiringuito. Yeah, that's the place. It was a really good margarita, just like really fresh and, you know, shaken really nicely and good quality. So just, You only had two margaritas in Tamarindo? Because my dad was there for like three weeks and he had no. about set margaritas at seven different places and there's I, no way that you were not drinking margaritas. Well, I also had COVID. So I was, uh, when your dad was there for 10 of those true. days out of drinking commission. Mm, maybe yeah. it was me. I mean, I had a few margaritas <laughs> with him. So. I might have had more, but those two Stand were out. like the one at that beach restaurant, which I can't remember the name El of. Chiringuito. That Chiring- one. Chiringuito. That was the best one. And again, it was right by the like the river where it comes out and the sun setting and it's right i mean in the sand kind of so the kids could play a little bit so i just remember sitting there drinking my margarita having some like the food was also pretty tasty and then the kids were just playing in the sand it was very relaxing pangus which we mentioned our best meals the like fancy one of the fanciest restaurants at tamarindo um also has good margaritas we've had margaritas there as well so there you go yeah um all right drinks there we go what are you thinking babe drinks pretty fun you had a, you had a good 2021 i had a good 2021 lots of water mm-hmm. one of us stays <laughs> hydrated of one of us likes to experiment <laughs> with other drinks that's cool um but my, my vice has never been drinking no even when i used to drink a lot of beer it was more because i just enjoyed trying different beers mm-hmm. uh my vice has always always and mm-hmm. probably forever will be desserts mm-hmm. yeah I you do am... love desserts and sweet treats and you know when we first met i feel like you weren't a huge dessert person i mean i used to I mean, you eat, i used liked to eat half cream. gallons of ice cream like in one sitting yeah i guess you're i guess maybe it was a chocolate thing you weren't always like that's true my love of chocolate has grown like yeah. i i have always loved sweet things um, way back to when we used to eat little Debbie's as kids, <laughs> even though now I've had them like, whoa, uh, these are not so great. Um, but I've always, always loved ice cream, but I would say recently I've started to appreciate chocolate a little more. Um, and I've really just widened my spectrum of dessert loving, um, every year because I just, it, it's the, I cannot get away mm-hmm. from desserts. Now I told you we were doing the 75 hard program and I couldn't eat desserts. And, you know, so for 75 days, you can't do desserts. Um, or drink. Actually, or drink. And I actually went 105 days the first time I did it. And by, f- I can tell you there was maybe two times where people were having drinks. So I was like, oh, that, that'd be okay. And then that, that, that moment passed. Like, well, I don't really care. Desserts, every time someone was eating dessert, I sat there and thought, oh, my gosh, what I wouldn't give for some of these desserts that we're going to mention here. So, um, it's just always been my tough spot. So I've got five desserts here listed on my list. You have two, I believe you said. I have three. You have three. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, why don't you start it off? We'll go back and forth until okay. you run out and then I'll, you know, finish up the list. Okay. Um, one of mine is a dessert I've had before and it is ice cream and that is Jenny's ice cream, but I actually, always good. Always good. I had it in the scoop 
shop, like in an actual physical shop, not just a carton from the store while we were in Charleston with Wit. And it was so cute because you and Hattie were not feeling well. I took Wit out on a walk. We had some special time walking around Charleston. We went to a playground. We went to Jenny's. And it was the cutest thing ever because I have a video of him sitting on the bench outside Jenny's ice cream after we'd gotten our ice cream. And he's like licking his ice cream cone. He's got ice cream all over him. And we're right next to the door. People are coming in and out and people would say hi to him. And so I said, you know, to the next person who came by was like, oh, have fun. Enjoy your ice cream. And so then every single person who came in and out of the door, he would just say, hi, enjoy your ice cream. Hi, enjoy your ice cream. And his cute little toddler voice. I was just one of my best memories. So cute. That video is awesome. You can see it on our Instagram. You can also see it on his Instagram at Traveling Wit Miles. Um, <laughs> he cute. he is very much my son. He, that he loves kid desserts. Oh my goodness! A special desserts. treat. A special treat yeah, so all the says, time. Daddy, can I have a special treat? I'm like, it's seven a.m. <laughs> yeah, but I want a special treat. I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna. I got to I'm gonna have to teach him through by example, and yeah. that's gonna be very, very difficult. You can do it. I have faith. Um, my number five dessert here. I guess it's a little different because we're not exactly counting down, but uh, is a the Pan O Chocolate at Pan del Mundo in Tamarindo. We talked about this place mm-hmm. in our meals episode. Really, really awesome bakery. Yeah, this is on. This is my three or two, whatever. Okay, the Pan O Chocolate. Um, yeah, at Pan just del Mundo. so good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as good as any croissant you would get in Paris. Yeah, in France. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so just good. A- a great spot and mm-hmm. uh they're open a lot and they're also at the saturday farmer's market so we certainly ate uh, our fair share in three months of pano chocolate mm-hmm. from there sure did um my number four is something that i have in the fridge right now in fact i bought this last night to treat myself for my birthday which is today as we're recording it and happy birthday Jeff! that is the key lime pie <laughs> from publix now if you're not in the South, Publix is just uh, really, it's a grocery store down here. It's a popular grocery store. It's a nice grocery store. And they make really good baked goods. And yeah, their bakery is awesome. Yeah, their key lime pie is is just legit. I mean, is it the best key lime pie I've ever had? No, but it is an, it's the best grocery store key lime pie yes. I've ever had. And it makes an it's awesome- dollars it's nine dollars for a whole pie. Mm-hmm. Although I, I will tell everyone this story, there is a place right next to the Publix that does <laughs> seafood boils that we really like. And the first time we went there, they were selling a key lime pie for twenty four bucks, eight slices. And I thought, well, that's not a bad deal. Like three dollars a slice, cool. I'll get this key lime pie. Bought it for twenty four bucks. Was like, well, this is a good key lime pie. Like this is well worth twenty four bucks. Walked into the Publix the very next day. And the exact same key lime pie was sitting in the front display for $9. So the people, now to be fair, the people at, at the Cape Fear Seafood Bowl never said it was homemade key lime no, pie and that not. it was theirs. Yeah. But all they did was buy it at Publix for 9 bucks, <laughs> resell it for $24. Bucks. Um, so it's even better now that I know it's 9 bucks. But yeah, I have it in the fridge. I will eat more of it as soon as we're done this episode. That's my birthday treat. Publix key lime pie. It's very, very it good. It is very good. Yeah, I like it too. Well, it's not as good, in my opinion, as the pie that you made Ooh. for Hadley's birthday. Okay, this is my next one as okay, well. Okay, is it really? We're tracking right. really well here. Yeah, the well, I didn't, like I said, I didn't eat a lot of desserts this year. Uh, the Atlantic Coast Pie. So we get mm. Southern Living Magazine. And 
I guess it must have coincided with August or maybe it was July's issue. I'm not sure. But on the front of Southern Living is this pie, Atlantic Coast pie. And Trav's like, it, it, hmm. the, the tagline was, the easiest. this is the world's easiest pie. Yeah. So I thought, all right, why yeah. not? Yeah. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you might know that Trav does not cook, nor does he bake really at all. So for him to say, I'm going to make this pie, I'm going to do it for Hattie's birthday, was very surprising to me. And I was like, sure, go for it. And he made two different versions. One with us, you use crackers as the crust, crackers, butter, yes. and sugar. And one, you he used Ritz crackers. And then the second one, he used saltine, so which is the original. The is traditional way of doing it, uh, this Atlantic Beach pie, which a guy up in... Oh, is it Atlantic Beach or Atlantic Coast pie? It's Atlantic Beach pie, oh. um, I believe. Okay. Uh, I, I think I, I did fact check that for me, I'm but I think I looked it. it up to make sure, um, there was a guy and now I'm forgetting it, but he's up in Chapel Hill and he opened up a restaurant and he, he made this famous and there's a story of, so there's some story behind it of like, you can only eat this dessert. Like this is the only dessert you could eat or something like that. Um, and it's okay, this old, it is beach Atlantic beach pie. Okay. It's this old traditional pie. And it's with saltine crackers as the crust mm -hmm. is the original version. But now people have started to do it with Ritz crackers as well. I was originally going to do three of them. Hmm. One with saltines, one with Ritz, and one with graham cracker to like give a little spin on that. I ended up nixing the graham cracker one uh, simply because when I decided to make this for Hattie's birthday, we realized that we were staying in one of our cottages that didn't have a working oven. <laughs> so I was like running up and down stairs between two different units, like trying to bake the pie in another oven that was actually also a really old crappy oven, but at least worked. So it became a bit of a hassle, but it turned out really good. It's essentially... It, it's very similar to a key lime pie, except it uses lemons and lime. Which I feel like I liked better because it wasn't quite as tart yeah, so as, it, a, as a key lime. And I originally thought it was just lemon. Like it was a lemon version basically of a key lime mm -hmm. pie. But then as I made it, you use lemons and limes. Um, but it's very similar to a key lime pie, but you use graham cracker or a saltine crust or the Ritz crust. Now... Which one did you like better? Well, here's the thing. We I thought I liked the Ritz better. And we, we tore through that one quick yes. quicker. And within a day. Yeah. Then because I was around and eating yeah. dessert. Then we had the saltine one as the, the backup one. And it was also very good. I'm not sure if I preferred it or not, but then we did realize you'd actually forgotten to put the sugar in the crust. Yes. So it was just like the saltine. <laughs> so but it was still really good. So I think you have to do a rebake. I, do, I think I do yeah. too. I forgot to put the sugar in the crust of the saltine one and of the Ritz one, but the Ritz one didn't really matter because it's, it's you know, it's more buttery than than sugary, um, whereas like the saltine one was a little dry, but if there was sugar in that crust, it, yeah, I'll do yeah, a rebake. I think we need a rebake. Um, so Atlantic Beach Pie, phenomenal, and I think that's, mm -hmm. what's cool is it's a, it's a local thing, you know, it's only done down here in this part of North Carolina, as far as I know, although now that's in Southern Living. Yeah, and I, when I was looking up the fact check, NPR has written about it, yes, Food that's 52. When NPR did a big segment on it. Yeah, and New York that's Times. And really yes. gained some traction. Yeah. So, you know, from the South or from this part of North Carolina, but obviously now people are doing it. And when I put that up on Instagram, there was plenty of people who said, oh, I've made that before. I've mm -hmm. done that or like this or that. Uh, someone actually, I said, world's easiest pie. And I said, if this is the world's easiest, so someone said, 
I love this comment. It was it was something to the effect of whatever's the easy like whatever's the easiest for Southern living is normal, and whenever they say something's normal, it's hard because yeah. you know they're just they're assuming that they're you know how to bake kitchen, and you have yeah. an oven that has a yeah. That works, and I didn't. So Atlantic Beach Pie, my number three. I loved, loved, loved that experience. So that's yeah. going to be my go-to now. That's going right. to be my specialty. All right. Let's gonna make it up. It. Let's do it. Um, okay, that was your That's it. That's all out. I got. Okay, <laughs> there's there's one that you're going to remember that you're going to agree with me on. Okay. That's my number one. But let me hit my number two first. I talked about this in the Best Meals episode. Mm-hmm. Wilson's in Kent, Connecticut. Oh, that yeah, had the I wasn't there. best breakfast sandwich I've ever had, bar mm-hmm. none. Also had a cinnamon roll mm-hmm. that was like, Drop dead delicious. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard. I this maybe it was number one. You know, this one and two was very hard to decide behind between. But I will just tell you Jason's reaction. Uh Jason from Zero to Travel was with me. We just finished the adult summer camp. We're sitting there, we're having a conversation, we're talking about how awesome it was. And you know, we're just sitting in this cute cafe in this quintessential New England town. Sweet date. Sweet date. We have this amazing <laughs> breakfast sandwich. We're on cloud nine. I called the breakfast sandwich was that good. Maybe we should get a cinnamon roll because they look delicious. We get the cinnamon roll. We sit down. He takes a bite. He just puts his head back on the couch, doesn't <laughs> say a word, and just is like in pure ecstasy. And he says, that might be the best sweet thing I've ever put in my <laughs> mouth. What are they doing to him over in Norway? Do they not make good baked I, goods? I mean, we've been to Norway. We've had delicious food <laughs> yeah. there. So, And I was like... No, surely this is hyperbolic. I had a bite and thought, oh my gosh, this is absolutely incredible. Well, I think the real travesty is that you didn't ask for one to go and pack it up on the plane to bring home for me. Jason actually got two to go and brought them home to his mom. Yeah. So well, I'm just digging a, a deeper son. hole for myself yep. now that I just great job, husband. Um, yeah, well. um, no, so 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 good. The cinnamon roll at Wilson's in Kent, Connecticut. Go there, get anything. Um, it'll be good, but you have to get the cinnamon roll and you have to get a breakfast sandwich. Um, I I'm dreaming. Next of- road trip to New Hampshire, we go by way of Kent, Connecticut. I'm telling you, if I was living in Philadelphia right now. I would drive up to Wilson's and I would, I would take you there and we'd go. And For your birthday. That would be yeah. your birthday. But I'm not going to drive 13 hours. I would drive four hours. Um, four well, hours. at least we know the limit now. Yeah. All right. My number one. Okay. Mm. What is it? I'm giving that and the drum roll. Cosmic Chris's Cheesecakes. <laughs> okay. So Cosmic Chris. Your number one. Oh, these cheesecakes. Here's why. Cosmic Chris <laughs> is at our local farmer's market and he used to have a restaurant. Now he doesn't. Now he just goes to farmer markets and you can order it online uh, at cosmicchris.com or something of that nature. Um, he makes cheesecakes. So he sells them by the slices. He also makes full cheesecakes, but then he also makes like mini sampler cheesecakes. Yeah. So we were going to Charleston and we we're going to visit our friends, Bo and Allison that we hadn't seen forever for Memorial day. And I thought, I am right. Yeah, Memorial Day. Memorial mm-hmm. Day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's the one that begins the summer. I always. Yeah, yeah. I used to forget Memorial Day, Labor Day. Now I'm a little better. Memorial Day begins the summer. We we're going to Charleston for Memorial Day, and I thought, well, I'm going to get this 12 pack of Cosmic Chris's cheesecakes, mm-hmm. right? This sampler, and because uh, they look super good, so we got them. Now we had to transport them through. Four different hotels. First off, I had to pack them in dry ice. Yeah. Because we had to drive the the cooler. So we we brought them home on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. 
We then didn't leave until like a Tuesday or Wednesday. So you had them in the freezer? I had them in our freezer. It was then the I, freezer at the Airbnb because this oh, is yeah. when Netflix was renting our house. Right. So we had an Airbnb in the next yep. beach town. So we had we had them in that freezer. <laughs> then I packed them in dry ice for the trek to Charleston. Then we went to hotel number one and I had to put them mm-hmm. in a freezer there. Then I... Then we went to hotel number two. I had to put him in a freezer there. Uh-huh. Then we went to Bo's house. I had to transport him there. So I put him in more ice. Then we got to his house. We put him in his fridge. And, and then finally we ate them ate like them. seven days later uh, from when we bought them. And they were still amazing. The best thing you ate last year for dessert. So if Cosmic Chris's yeah. cheesecake can be that good, transported through state lines mm-hmm. in multiple, multiple. freezers. <laughs> and uh, seven days later, I can only imagine what it tastes like fresh. Wow. Because crazy enough, after that, then I didn't ever get it fresh because I went back on the no dessert kick. Yeah. And uh, then the terrible. farmer's market ended. I should have thought I hadn't ordered some for uh, well, I think for you birthday. could probably still order it right now. Yeah, go online and see. Cosmic Chris, I'm coming right. for you. So yes, if you're- They in- were very good. I, I, I like them a lot. I, I like- I'm not a huge cheesecake person. If it's a chocolate Shame. cheesecake, then I love no, it. Oh, what's the point of a chocolate cheesecake? Just have a chocolate cake. No, because I don't really like cake. Chocolate cheesecake is one of the few desserts that I think is worse than the sum of its parts. You are I ridiculous. Don't get it. Well, it's, it's always too heavy. It's no. Um, here's the thing though. I do usually love like peanut buttery type cheesecakes or turtle cheesecakes, and Cosmic Chris did awesome versions of that. Um I'm not, I love, I like fruity cheesecakes, but I'm, I'm, I'm going towards that sweet version yeah, other than well, the chocolate I ones. see on your and notes because I'm peeking since the podcast is essentially over and I'm not ruining any surprises. Yeah. And yet my favorite one key was lime. his, yeah, there was a key lime, which was in, incredible. I think I even like the lemon blueberry one yeah. better. Well, lemon blueberry is an amazing combination. Yeah. If done right, the, mm-hmm. the subtlety of those flavors, mm. Ah, so Cosmic Chris, my number one dessert All of twenty. Right. Well, now I feel really mm. bad. I didn't get it for your dog on birthday today. Well, we could celebrate Shoot. later. I guess. Are I, you going to even be eating desserts tomorrow? No, probably not. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. That is our favorite desserts. That is our favorite drinks. I personally would like to know your favorite dessert of 2021 because as I always say we'll travel for dessert and we know Heath you well, will travel only four hours though not 13 we know now I travel 13 just not in one day oh I see okay and you will obviously travel for coffee and I guess so right? yeah. sure so thank you guys let us know on Instagram at pack of peanuts or excuse me at extra pack of peanuts uh, what was your favorite dessert of 2021 I saw you on my way On my way through, I saw you, and I'll see you again someday. Okay, we've got one more episode to record. Do I go get cheesecake or excuse me, key lime pie in between? Okay.